Welcome to this week's episode of the Legendary League Lens Podcast. We got TSM versus Team Liquid. We got MSI coming up. Thank God I didn't have to play me for that shit again, you fucking idiot. Uh, what else we got? Uh, we got a bit of a review for the uh, in, like the split as a whole and the, the, and the league. And uh, how the top top three of the region are really shaping up. Or how the region as a whole is shaping up on the international stage. It looks like you want me to talk about the analyst desk. By me, I mean both of us. Yeah, yeah. I expect you to do no more work than I do. That's great, because I didn't watch almost any of the analysts. You missed some uh, good shit. I know I did, but I had to basically... Uh, every fucking... Almost every series was on this, but during the times that I worked. So I just had to watch Fox. Oh, you mean the weekend? Yes. <laughs> and Friday. So, uh... They don't play on Friday. I'm trolling. So Team Liquid. So okay. So uh, we both said. So I said it was gonna be TSM three one. You said it was gonna be uh, Team Liquid three two. Team Liquid three two. Because I'm a fucking savant. <laughs> slash, I got very lucky. Now, uh, coming coming into the first first game, TSM weren't totally in control. First game, I highly question why on earth you pick Heimerdinger. Like, what are you doing? Tricking Heimerdinger. Yeah, that was weird. Apparently, just... they had two games on Heimerdinger in scrims, and they picked it. Yeah, dude, but, like, I get it. Like, when you gotta raise your dunger, you gotta raise your dunger, dude. I, like, I, you Just pick Arya. Just... Yeah, you mean anything. a better champion? You mean pick a better champion? I mean, I, I... No. I like the concept, right? Was it picked after Zoe? Yeah, yeah, so it was a kind of... Yeah, I like the idea, but... Well, but, it doesn't, like, it, I feel like it's bad with the rest of the team. It didn't do anything. That said, didn't, yeah. TSM didn't really look like they were in control for most of that game. And Broken Blade looked like the only one who had any real agency until they cracked the He's game open. He's pretty good at Vladimir, dude. Yeah, a little bit. Eleven, <laughs> one and 6 I forgot he popped off that Oh, yeah, that was a good game for Vladimir. He got a quadrikill, I think, when they closed. Well, I'm not a penta, so it doesn't matter. Um, I'm pretty sure the other person was already dead. Well, I'm gonna stand by what I said. Not a penta. Doesn't fucking matter, by the way. So, after this game, TSM go on to win a rather more controlled game, and one where it looked like they were completely in control, and Broken Blade kept popping off and playing like a madman. And also, Acadian on uh, Hecarim looked great. And then Bjergsen popped out the Lux! And I thought this was it. I thought that TL were so tilted off the face of the earth that TSM had everything for them. Then game three dude, happens. Dude, the Lex pick was honestly it surprised me. Oh, that was but Galaxy was, Brain right there. It it honestly for for real it was. <laughs> that was like the nine hundred IQ draft. So I haven't seen a Lex in like seventy million years in uh, fucking LCS. So in game three, TSM ended up giving over a lot for what Team <laughs> Liquid like. I don't think the Skarner was particularly the best thing. I think it had a lot more potential power. It could have that could have been eked out of it. But giving over Gang of Plank Tom, and Tom Kench into LeBlanc, like, I, like, LeBlanc doesn't seem like a worthy trade for that. And all they got was Callista Gallio. And I'm pretty sure they had Galio the first two games on. Oh, so Galio went 0 and 8. <laughs> yeah, I, 
Honestly, Smoothie did not show up this game. Oh, TSM took Tom Kench game one. Yeah. Um, Vladimir also 0-2-6. Not his best performance, but not like 0-8-8. This game started off like really contentious, and then TSM kept making bad fights, and it was and it started falling apart. I think Gangplank for Impact is probably his best carry champion, so to speak. Probably. And I just don't... I don't feel like LeBlanc is that good. I th- I don't think you're just bad at LeBlanc. I just don't think that LeBlanc has anything on, like, to get in to the Team, Li- Team Liquid comp. And then you've got... You've got Skarner, who's just gonna wait to grab you. It's gonna are you, yeah. And everyone's got to pay the QSS tax, and I think it—I I don't think it really hurt anyone else as much as it hurt uh, LeBlanc. Yeah, I mean it's probably fine. I mean, like QSS on an AD carry is just whatever; it's reasonable. There, there um, were there were a lot of questionable things on Smoothie too. Like what? Like like just some of his plays in his uh. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought you meant game. like the fact that he built a QSS. I was like, I don't know. That makes a lot no, of no, sense that to makes me. Sense. But that's fine. <laughs> it's like that's fine. Uh, yeah. That game was a little bit yikes from the homie, but you know, didn't end. Didn't, I mean, it ended up fine. Oh wait, I forgot. They lost, dude. I'm so. Can I tell you? This is a little bit of a backtrack. I had some mixed feelings coming into this uh, playoffs or this finals, because like part of me wanted TSM to win. Because I hate watching super teams just dominate. Well, <laughs> it's not two very... super teams. Also, I wouldn't call TSM a super team. I'm not. Like TL a super team. Okay, okay, okay. That's why I wanted T. I wanted TSM to win because I wanted to see TL lose, but I also wanted to see TSM lose because of you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I had some mixed feelings coming in. I like I wanted both teams to lose, and it, I felt like I was going to be unhappy either way. Anyway. Sorry for that backtrack, but I didn't get to say it off the top because you just jumped right in. Anyway, uh, game four. Was it game four? No. Yes. Game four uh, was a very disappointing showing from basically everyone on TSM. <laughs> Your boy Akinian went two and six on his champion. I... That's Rek'Sai, dude. That's his champion. That's the shit he hard carried on at the end of the split. That's the shit he's been popping off on, dude. And he goes two and six. That's bad. And then the fucking 051 bot lane. Oh no, dude. That's not a good look for TSM. That was the that was when I was like, oh, TL's like actually gonna reverse sweep. Okay. It's like, uh-oh. Two five two on the next game. I don't know. Like Acadian, the last two games just got destroyed he just stopped i don't think rex has the pick in the scarner i i agree with that like i like what is it oh we bait him to dive our backline then we just scarner ult him and kill him and run away because now we we're 4v5 and we can go do what we want and then this game i honestly think tsm probably would have won it had they not made two crucial mistakes one of them being on Sven being forward into LeBlanc and Oh yeah, that one Vladimir. was Yikes. I saw dude. that E and I just had that reflex I get in game where I'm just what, Pepto? Uh, no, not the Pepto. I'm just in pain like Spidey sense. You've made a crucial error and are about to fucking die for it. Yeah, you're about to get murked. <laughs> you eat forward. 
Uh, that was some motherfucking uh, rec reckless shit, dude. Yeah. That was, no, that no, was no, the, no, oh no, 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 I walked forward that shit. A, that's the double lift shit right there. When True. you walk at Victor, oof. Shout out uh, TM, by the way. Four sweepers and a blue ward at the end of that game. <laughs> Incredible. Um, I'm, like, anyway. I'm, do you really need to sweep that many wards? No, especially because there's only one pink or yellow ward on the other team. <laughs> what, what? Sites? So in game one and game two, we saw. Oh wait, was it only game two? Sona was game two. Sona Tarek was game. Yeah, yeah, okay. So in game two, TSM popped out Sona Tarek, and they didn't look great with it, but they looked well, they better look than terrible. Team Liquid. And yeah, he, and it it wasn't like garbage. Like I didn't see it, and I wasn't like, oh my god, I'm fucking cringing. I was like, all right, fine, like. They, they looked fine on it. They looked like they kind of knew what they were doing. They weren't dominating lane on it, and they weren't really sticking even. But Teal's answer to it felt like it was so bad. They ran as Zyra into it. And as Zyra was never a kill lane. As Zyra's a farm lane. Like, what? How, how is this supposed to beat Sona Tarek? You know what you run into Sona Tarek? You want Thresh Lucian. Or, no, or some other kill lane, like, with random champs to actually counterpick it. Instead, you're just running an old farm lane that was just super safe all the time. Yeah. Dude, I don't know. I feel, like, mixed about the Sonoteric thing. Like, I get the purpose of it, but, like, I don't know. I feel like a lot of these Sonoteric games would have just been better off with, like, I don't think they would have lost this game if they had just picked a normal bot lane. Uh, I think it works into their their strategy of being a death ball. Because like you have you have Hecarim, and then you have Lux, and you and Aurelia, and then you just plow at them, and you let Lux kind of stay back while you plow forward and poke and D in like That's DPS. Fair. Dude, I love this Lux pick. And Bjergsen was nice on it. Oh, that was a good pick. That thought that I thought that worked out really, really well. I didn't even know what, uh, she countered Zoe that hard. I, mean, I don't I think guess it's it the counter. Sense. I think it's just to have the safest lane possible and just have more range. It's also probably, but it, it's super easy to hit your Q on a ulting Zoe. Yeah, you can probably get a really good combo on Zoe, who's just popped somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, like, you see where Hi. she's gonna go back, so it's just Q E R done by like what? <laughs> like, I Zoe didn't even die this game, but I still think it, True, it, but... it brings out a lot of pressure on Zoe. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And, I mean, Zoe didn't need to die because... Well, bot, I, th like, double yeah, I think everyone else kind of threw the game. Yeah, this was the game double lift. Was it this game or was it game one? When did he play Sivir? He played Sivir game one? That's Fent, yeah. Oh, never mind. Game one was the game where he teleported to the Baron fight and then just immediately died. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. that? Yeah, double it TP'd in and it is sleepy travel bubble flash dead. Like, imagine, imagine that this is game five. Uh, the, no. The, <laughs> no, but imagine this is game five. He did the same thing that double that uh Zen did to lose to lose the game, and then he, mm -hmm. and then he still gets player of the series. You want to talk about that bullshit? How double he got player of the series? Probably should have been Core JJ. It probably should have been Core JJ. I'll admit he missed a couple of of uh. Whatever uh, the what is it uh, the, his whatever his shield is he missed some of his shields when he was playing Tom Kench into Rexai and that's really why they're picking Rexai when they're giving up Tom Kench is to just nuke Tom Kench in bot lane a few times, 
But like, that was their whole plan was to hold him to that reflex and destroy him for it. They CC chained yeah. the fuck out of him with that re- with that Rexon. But that's what you got to do because that man's Tom Kenji is nasty, bro. Yeah, you got to focus that Tom Kenji because you can you can eat your eighty carry all you want. We're still gonna punch you in the face. Yeah. But, I do like seeing Cordjj and Tom Kench. I do think it's probably his best champion, and I'm surprised uh, that they let him get it when they did. I also don't think that like I I really don't think uh, Double Lift was awful this year. I just don't think he no. was the best player. No, I agree, but like I think giving it to Jensen or Cordjj might have been more. Jensen probably has a much better argument for why Double Lift should be better. But Core JJ just looked like he was on fire. In in game five, I don't think I saw an Ezreal ultimate like land on anybody. And everyone's everyone's made the same comment, but like, seriously, did you see Ezreal get an ult off of the entire team? Because I didn't. Like what? <laughs> I did not. Um Oh my god, yeah. and then they shielded him in like the last they shielded double up in the last fight with so many shields, and I just had flashback to Worlds 2017 with fucking ruler getting Getting like hard and censor buff to oblivion. Oh my god! <laughs> Just beat the shit out of him with shields. And... All right, go auto attack. Right click. Take your hands off the fucking keyboard. You don't need them. All you need is your right mouse button. Take off the left one. We're living in this space now. It's what we're doing. Uh. Okay. Do we have anything else we want to talk about that series with, or? Uh. I don't know. Or do you want to? Do you want to jerk off uh, Broken Blade a little more? <laughs> I mean, no. I mean, he played well when he played well. He didn't play well when his team didn't play well. Um, he was never like I don't think ever really like the worst on his team, but it would be. I kind of want to see Broken Blade in the future have those moments that other players have had, where like even when your team is getting shit on, you're like still going nuts, which like he's had in the past, but. He didn't do it this series. Uh, I also want to see Acadia not paint in the last two games of a finals. <laughs> but uh, I don't even know if he's going to be on TSM next split. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with the jungle next split. It's hard to say. I don't know. RIP Grig, I guess. No, I have nothing else to say. Uh, we basically covered it all. Um, oh, I will say I kind of was surprised to see the Ezreal pick in the last game. Because, what, Sivir was banned, and that was the only other AD carry ban. Yeah, and also, like, every other AD carry. Like, I guess Jace has banned if you want to consider that, but, like, TSM banned Sivir second ban phase. They picked Ezreal before that, so I was kind of surprised by the Ezreal pick, especially after the nerfs. I just think he's a little bit weaker until later, and it's a lot riskier in um. I don't know, it's a lot riskier in, a, in this kind of situation, I think. I was surprised that we didn't see a better sort of crit-based AD carry. I think... Or even Illusion. I think, yeah, I think Illusion might have been a better option. I think Sivir would have been a good... Uh, I guess Sivir might have been a good option. Just because it's safe. You have the spell shield for fucking LeBlanc, Brom, right. and Lane. And you have spell, you have spell shield for um, uh, Skarnet, too. And you also have your... You have your ult to help the Akali and the Rek'Sai engage, uh, get I, stuff started. But... I mean, I'm not saying Sivir was for sure the pick, but I think it was probably better idea to pick that than Ezreal. Like I'm trying to even think Kaisa. of something that solves this, that solves the problems that happened this game. 
but I no, can't, I, just, I can't really think of anything that totally fixes it. Maybe like I, I think Callista is the only other option that you can really go with and say this might they actually probably do just it. Pick Kaisa. Uh, when did they pick Kaisa? Third round. Third round. Uh, I don't think they like Kaisa with Galio. I don't either, but I think that if you plan to pick stuff like Rexai and Akali, like Kaisa's. And you have a Zoe, like, and you have the Galio. Like, there's so much CC. There's clearly a bunch of members on your team that, like, basically everyone that, but Zoe that want to be getting in there. Following that up with a Kaisa R is not a bad idea. Yeah, they could opinion. they could have gone for, like, the R dive comp where, that they, uh, uh, who'd they play that? Was it against Fox when they picked Kogma? They ran I a don't suit. Remember. They ran, like, a everyone press R comp. Yeah, I mean, it worked for him. It worked, because it's not hard to have everyone press R on Kog'Maw. On a Kog'Maw, I don't disagree. <laughs> it's like, but oh no, know. one spell, and his cleanse is gone. Well, it's, guess he's I dead. Also, the other reason I was surprised by the Ezreal is because he had picked it the game before and went 0-3-1 on it. So, like, it was just surprising to me. I mean, Varus is up, even. Like, you just, like, I'm just so surprised to see the Ezreal post-nerf beating out these other better laning and fighting champions, but I don't know. That's, I, th- I guess, the last thing I have to say about the series. Yeah, I, I most people were, would say that TSM were winning drafts, and I don't think their 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 drafts are bad. But like looking at like from a post game perspective, looking at them, you can like you can kind of say this probably could have been slightly better. It works. It works with a comp, and it's not a bad comp. But it could have been better. You could have. Well, I was surprised, better. to be honest with you, the Ezreal after the O3 performance, seeing it again, and I was surprised with it both times, just because I thought there were stronger I... picks open. But I understand what you mean. Like, I don't think they were ever like a hundred percent outmatched in draft or anything. I was just surprised by it. Like, obviously, Ezreal's like the kind of aid, like marksman that, like, if you're an LCS AD carry, like, you better fucking know how to play Ezreal. But it still doesn't mean it's like. Like the last two games of the playoffs, you pick it. Right? Like, well, the reason why that they would keep picking it is because they take every game kind of individually. They don't really take what happened last game into account so much. That's fair. Like they'll they'll think about it a bit. Like, okay, turns out giving Core JJ Tom Kench three games in a row lost us the series. Like, yeah, like, that, that, that's bad. Like you got to go back to banning Tom Kench at that point and be like, okay, you can have Jace because Jensen on Jace looked like garbage. Why the <laughs> fuck would you keep banning Jace? Yeah, okay. I don't know about that one. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. Okay, I'm done. I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna just keep I don't know. Next about one. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Goodbye, TSM. <laughs> sad. Yeah, I honestly am too, but I'm also kind of happy, so I'm in a weird spot. But I think they had a really good season, or split, I mean. I think by comparison to last split. year, it looked great. It looked so much better than last year. Holy shit. Yeah, they had quite the split. Oh my god. Uh, you, didn't did just, well. you didn't just waste like $4 million bringing in EU players. <laughs> R.I.P. Methy. Um, uh, is, is he in LEC he right was now? He was in the final for LEC, I'm pretty sure. Dude, I don't fucking watch that shit. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's OG support. You think I give a shit about LEC, dude? The so, fuck out of here. Especially when you talk about these upper uh, these upper uh, place teams, it's hard to be like, nope, you gotta get rid of this fucking jungler, get rid of this this person, you need to do this. It, no, I don't to... think that that's the solution at all. Yeah, I no... just think that... You go. So, TSM has the option to bring back Grig. And I think that's an entirely viable option and very well might work. 
and they have until sometime this time in June, I think, or June 2nd, I don't remember, to figure it out. Uh, not including time off, but... Damn. So, they, they have um, the time to try it out and figure it out, and... I can kind of trust either of them at this point that I think both of them are proven that they are adequate to play on TSM. I think I, from what I I've seen, the Katie is an experience thing. Um, you know, I like, mean, you should have said the same thing about Greg last year, but Greg didn't look like he had problems with experience. Yeah, but Greg also didn't make it to the playoff, the finals. Maybe, but I don't, I don't know if Acadian like because to me, it, it seemed like Acadian choked in the last two games because he went from performing solid to like actually kind of being the reason his team lost both those last two games right like and that to me is an experience thing and i'm not saying grig is more experienced but like to be honest i wouldn't be surprised if they didn't cut either and they just tried to like flex it in a sort of c9 way where because i think acadian and grig have different strain realistically but if they want to just keep one i think both are legitimately good choices to keep and that they're both pretty young players pretty inexperienced and could be molded or taught into a position of being uh, a lot better than they are now. But I think either one's fine. It's hard, like you said. Like, like, like who, I mean, like, who they do got you even second, get? Like, yeah, look where they got. And yeah, and who do you get, right? Like, And look, they got this far, right? Like, it's their not their like... options are literally Dardock and Medios. That's it. Because they're the only ones that are going to be put up. And I guarantee you, somebody else is going to be fighting for them, and it's not going to be worth it to spend all that money to get Dardock or Medios and hope this improves the team with an unknown factor again, when you can just keep chiseling away to make this one better. <laughs> 2018. Sorry. Oh, I'm sneezing. Uh, I'm... Oh, I'm still... Sounded funny. like you sneezed 2018. I don't know. That was... Maybe I'm so tired and so hungry i'm hearing things maybe i'm hallucinating from the from the hunger uh, but um <laughs> uh, just uh so i i think tsm should like you don't have to go back to the drawing board you don't have to try to reinvent any wheels you just have to figure out what was working for you this split what wasn't working for you what you need what you need to fix which is probably at this point I don't really know. Probably not making those fuck-ups. I think if they don't have ra those random fuck-ups that they kept having in uh, in those last three games, or even the whole series, both teams were kind of doing this a little bit, but you if you can stop random fuck-ups, you will do so much better. Just randomly dying sometimes, if you can never do that again, it's just so much better. And I think that the solution to that isn't getting a new jungler or getting a new player if you don't have to. Uh, because I think that the longer you're with the team and you have that sort of five to seven man unit practicing together, the less stuff like that tends to happen. Mm -hmm. Um, so, I mean, like, unless Acadian and Grig both get like insane offers and both choose to leave. But... I would seriously doubt anybody would get an offer to leave TSM after finishing second and take it like of almost any amount. I believe, I know that's why I think it's an un obscenely unlikely probability but you never know sometimes reggie's just sometimes reggie's just like uh uh european bot lane so you never know what's gonna happen um yeah, not in the middle <laughs> sometimes of the season, he's though. like uh bye double lift bye biofrost we're getting european <laughs> and well, then uh we all know how that they, goes they don't do that during the um 
during the middle of the season. I don't think there's a lot of teams oh, that true. that think they need to blow that finish second in their region and think they need to blow up this roster in the middle of the season. Uh, that's fair. <laughs> that seems I a little like bit to, I still just like to make fun of you about that shit though, because yeah. I know it still hurts. Yeah, it's just... I'm mad I was right about it too. I'm like, this is gonna be colossally stupid, and then it was. It was, but this is not last year's pod. Uh, mostly. Because there wasn't a pod last year. So, how was this LCS split? How uh, was the media they wait, wait, wait. put out? Before, L- we, before we get into this, this is actually a oh question that uh, that a lot of people have been asking, especially looking at this split. Oh is what was, worst, what was the worst? What uh, was the worst roster move in LCS history? And almost everybody has been saying uh, TSM dropping double lift, especially given that they dropped double lift and now. Team Liquid is one. He three peated. Yeah. <laughs> he three peated. Yeah. To that me, was to pretty be fair. Dumb. I predicted the four peat because then the TL will never win another championship again. Yeah, I think that's reasonable. <laughs> they are the I fourth would... team to win. They are going to win four times that's in it. a row. Yeah. And they're going to go back to finishing fourth forever. Um... So yeah, these are the fucking inc- these are the high IQ scripts, Anthony. So do you <laughs> think it was that, or when XDG moved Zuna and to jungle and Xmithy to AD carry back in season four? Well, I mean, I think it's definitely double lift. They, I mean, what no, you what they, XDG they went from did second from almost second place to th- to like dead last in that league because of that move. Okay, and then you guys went from hitting worlds every year to, to, to missing to playoffs third. to missing to worlds third. to third and getting robbed of worlds from a heart of thieves. Thank you very much. Which means you didn't make worlds after you dropped double. Bite me. That, that, that system is worse for you. I don't count. I don't count 2018's miss of world because that system is rigged. <laughs> So you think it's double lift? Probably. I don't think. I don't know. I don't even remember XTG well enough, dude. <laughs> like that shit was so long ago. I don't even remember what I did three days ago. The fuck is that? I don't remember breakfast? what I had for breakfast. No, I do because it was one of the few meals <laughs> in the last forty-eight hours. <laughs> ah, I'm an idiot. Um, maple. Oh no, let's not sponsor anyone. <laughs> I don't want to reveal my dietary. <laughs> okay. Um, LCS How was the L- split? Ah, fuck. How was it? How'd it How go? How was the media? Did you like it? Did you like the split? What do you mean split? by the media output, by the way? Like, like the, the, like the spots and like the other. Okay, the th- that's what I thought. Like the, like the other content around the uh, show. It was pretty good, actually. Um, the LCS split was kind of bad, except for like three storylines. <laughs> Sorry, you... except. For... <laughs> Look, I want you to elaborate because I just feel so like out of left field. Like it was bad. I'm just like it wasn't any worse than most of the other splits. No, I know, but I mean, okay. I just think it, okay. There were some high points and there were some low points. Um, I didn't like that the teams for basically the whole split felt so stratified. Like a lot of our predicts through this split were like, oh yeah, like this team's going to stop. These two teams are basically the same. It's a coin flip. And, like, that's not exceptionally fun viewing. When, like, all split, we were talking about how there were three tiers of teams. There were the top three, the middle of the pack, the worst two. 
And it was just kind of like, okay, well, there's the hierarchy, and that's how the games are going to go. And, like, you could pretty easily predict all of it. Like, we we were wrong a few times. We didn't have a perfect record, but, like, there were occasional upsets, as will happen in any sports league. But, like, by and large, it was basically just like, yep, these are the this is the order, and this is how it's going. Like, obviously, exceptions. Like, no one expected at the jump for a hundred thieves to fall. And that was kind of sad and frankly, pretty boring at the end to watch them. It was super exciting to see golden guardians climb from the O four. That was a really good storyline. Uh, I think, uh, seeing TSM BTL two O and then having that sort of rock, paper, scissors idea going into playoffs was fun, but like, and that thing I got like totally reverted. <laughs> I did, but like, I, it was a fun, it was fun in the moment is what I mean as a viewer, but like most of the split, I was like, oh, like, here's this, here's the schedule. These are how all these games are going to turn out. And then I was like, never really like super shocked after that. It was kind of boring in that regard. So, That's what I meant by it was bad, but I, maybe I should say it was fine. It wasn't bad. The Golden Guardians thing made it fucking lit for a minute. <laughs> well, Part of what I think they need is they need more, like... Go back to Mr. 500. Continue. They, they need, like, the, the teams and the players to be more, like, entertaining and exciting. Because some of the, like, it, I don't think you watched uh, the LCS Tonight thing, or the cooldown. Uh, some of them, but not all of them. Uh, where they, they would have a couple of players come on every now and then. But yeah. sometimes, they like, especially the Haunted Thieves one, where they had... I forget who it was it. Was it Bang and I think it was Bang and his support. I don't remember who his support is. On a hundred. No, thieves. that's not. Af- no, they had Bang in the jungler. They had Bang and Onda. Okay, I was like, how do you not know? Who I know that's what, that was my that was my thought right there. I'm like, I'm an idiot. It's not the support. So they had Bang <laughs> and Onda. Was so famous, and, dude. And I'm just sitting here like, why am I watching these guys? This is yeah, so like, boring. <laughs> They're doing nothing. They're not excited about what they're doing. And they're just like, I have to do this because of my contract. Can yeah. I can Only a couple I doing it? Some of them were really entertaining and some of them I like I liked watching. The C nine one was good. Licorice and uh Nisky was funny because they just memed on each other all the time. <laughs> and like they had fun with the events, but like to be honest, it's it's way easier, I imagine, to have fun in those situations when you're winning. <laughs> like, yeah, sometimes when they would bring on to, uh, players that were losing, or like they had just they brought on two that week. I thought one hundred thieves went on. They had the, like it was awful. Everyone's like doom and gloom for this team, and then they're on the show. They're supposed to kind of be happy and like. Yeah, but you're losing. Yeah, yeah and you're they brought on a uh, Huni and Onda, and they were like, "You guys think you can make it?" And uh, Huni was like, "No." And they were like, Hoonie, what? I, I like Hoonie. And, and they were like, what? And they were, Hoonie's like, we're losing. And, and it was like, it's not, that is not exceptionally fun. Well, that was, uh, Hoonie's it's on, hard to, Hoonie's it's on hard clutch. To pop off. It wasn't Onda, it was, um, who's? Oh, is there Minlaner? You're right. It, it was Demonte. Um, Demonte, yeah. I'm, yeah. An, I'm sorry, was, I'm an idiot. That was entertaining, though, because Demonte's entertaining, and Hoonie's entertaining. Like, these are people I want to watch. Yeah, and, and you gotta then, get the good personalities, but like some teams just don't have great personalities, and they they have like both of those players, like the Silas one one v one, the Yasuo one v one, like that shit's fun. But so, like, yeah, some of them were, were were really fun to watch, and then some of them they're just kind of like what the fuck. And sometimes when the the thing they were doing was just kind of broken or weird. Like, Scion Speedway was was funny as fuck. Though. I like Scion Speedway. I think that's their best segment, especially because everyone gets really competitive about it. 
Oh my god, people take it so fucking serious. Oh my god, who- somebody did it for like, their first time, I think, and got the record. That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, like, that is my favorite segment, because almost everybody's like, yeah, let's go, let's do this. And then somebody declined because they didn't think they had enough prep time. I, and I would be like, get your ass up there and just try. You Like, it's come on. Speedway, dude. Nobody actually cares. If someone's it's playing like on Twitter on for it, they're an record. idiot. <laughs> it's not going on your permanent record. You're not going to get cut for this. Just fucking Hang go on. Is, it, is it on Hoonie's wiki? <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. No, it's not on his wiki. <laughs> oh my god, get your shit together, wiki writers. Come on! This is the information I need! But like, but yeah, I think people are always saying that the players don't get a lot of opportunity to express themselves and like... Some of the players are boring, dude. Yeah, there's some of them are just fucking boring and I'm just... Or they're like Korean imports who don't speak English very well and get really embarrassed when they have to. Like Piglet, who I still don't understand how after five years of being in NA, he isn't confident enough to speak good English on a interview. Like... Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I don't... Can, can Riot, like, rescind residencies? You're flaming I, too hard now. <laughs> uh. So, yeah, I, I guess the players probably need to be told to put more effort into helping make the content good, or teams need to find ways to encourage the players to make the content That's not good. easy for everyone, though. Like, there are, like, other professional athletes and other sports who, like, they're, like, really good, or even if they're on good teams, like, you get them for the interview, and they're kind of boring. Like, they're not very good with press. That's just, like, a... It, some people are just like that. It, yeah, it's hard to, do, to, like, say that when there's five people to really talk about, maybe even seven, or... It's like five to ten people per team that you can really look at when other sports have like 15 to 20 minimum. I mean, not that many, but every sport, but... Well, like football's got like 44, hockey's got like 22, and these are players alone, not even counting support stash. Soccer's got 11, and then you've got support staff who are normally always really like... Like, they like the sport, they like talking about it, like, talking to... to no, like, you're to right, you're right. It. And, it, I mean, that makes it hard, but, like, it's also, like... I feel like maybe some of these guys just, like, don't care, like... Or they don't... I don't know, I, I don't like seeing that my players are all people who just show up, play League of Legends, and go home to play League of Legends. That's really fucking boring to me. Yes, like, do you, do you remember Gamsu? I think it was his name. The guy who went to play Overwatch from Dignitas? Yeah. He was like a chef, and Riot did a, a spot on him about how he liked to cook. And that was fucking cool, and I liked that, and it got you to know the players better. What the hell does freaking, like, like, Onda do? Onda looks boring to me. Ando looks like he's such a dull person. I forgot about Chef around. Gamsu. That shit was fire. That was great. I've missed Dignitas so much. I'm so glad they're going to be back. Hopefully. <laughs> so, like, I guess... I guess it's hard to, like, blame the LCS production team for yeah, the Yeah, they content. can only do so... They can't, like, force the guys at gunpoint, like, to They be could! Bad. It's just illegal. <laughs> I, I mean... 
they, they do sponsor engagements, and for the most part, they look engaged at sponsor engagements. I honestly think they should be taking these engagements equally as seriously. Like that's fair. Like I don't under like, like this is this is part of how you make money, and if you don't look good in it, I don't like. Why are we sending you to do these things? Why am I paying you this much money to play this freaking game? I should be paying you less because you're not making me as much money as Demonte is, and Demonte costs a quarter of your ass, bang. Lol. Hello, <laughs> fucking. All right, hell. I think we flamed the media and players enough. How you about flamed the flamed Okay. I have strong emotions about this. I don't. So let's move on to the, the analyst, analyst desk. desk, which I don't, which I don't think you watch much of, but I I watch quite uh, a bit, especially the pregame segment. I watched some. But like I said, a lot of this was a lot of my viewing was vods, and it was just like so, you know, picking a band. And... So you brought this up earlier with the the season being really like kind of every option is really obvious, and everyone kind of agrees. Yeah, like, or it's either super obvious or completely. Yeah, or nobody can like, fucking predict like, this, and everyone's just going like, "Well, they're ranked higher. They they won yesterday. The other team lost yesterday. Yeah, I'm gonna and pick it's not this like, one." And it's not like can't pick because like, oh, it's gonna be. So, it's just because it's like, well, they're both kind of bad, or they're both two of the top three teams, or like. And it's like we think garbage. they're gonna win, <laughs> but they could get upset. It's not. It's not even like it's a strong win. It's like, oh, there's like one game separating them, and they both fucking grieve half the time so, on stage. So this is really. I felt like this was really expressed. This this split on the desk where they're like, I think there might have been the most parody across picks on the desk that you have ever like we've ever seen. And that's not their fault though. It's not really no. I don't blame them for doing that. Yeah. Like, it's just that's what you of do. Our like. picks were the same until we're like, no, our team's playing. I think my team's gonna win. Fuck you. Yeah, literally. The, I think that was some of the only times, except when we were like feeling spicy. FlyQuest gonna upset, right? Like when you did that yeah, one, but that like one. generally. Sp- Generally speaking, it's like, okay, we agree on everything. C9's going to be a TSM because I'm a C9 fan. TSM's going to be C9 because you're a TSM. Like, that's it. And the analysts aren't as overtly biased. I mean, it's not even, like, overtly biased. It's that I I just value what TSM had more than than Cloud9. I picked TL to beat them a few times. Like, it's not like I'm totally biased. Oh, no, I know. I just, like, I honestly thought the match was so close. I'm just like, I can't fully objectively predict this. No, I but don't think I you're totally wrong to have picked it. Like, if we were, like, fans of FlyQuest and Team... If I was a fan of FlyQuest, you're gonna play Team Liquid, and I'm picking FlyQuest over Team Liquid, you're like, you're fucking trolling me. And then they won. <laughs> but, like, I think the I think the Dust had good segments, though. I like Jad stats a lot, just because <laughs> the way they interact with a robot is fucking funny. But I do think that they could probably refine the exact cadence of the sh- of that bit a bit better because they over talk over the the whole thing. It's not easy to program or to program the robot to like to set it up right so the voice line plays and they don't talk over it. But they could do better. I love the stock market thing they did. The stock market thing they did I thought was brilliant and a great idea, and I honestly might want to try to do it next split. The stock market I agree was exceptionally well done. That was a great idea. And it was very funny to watch in the first couple of weeks. Everyone Golden <laughs> Guardians extremely bad. Sell all of the stock in Golden Guardians except for like one person, and then have Golden Guardians turn around. If they held on to the stock, they would have netted like four hundred or five hundred points. And I then, know, did you see that Kobe was just like, "I sold everything for for CG stocks." Clutch Gaming. If you go two zero this week, I make ten thousand dollars. Oh my god, I miss that. That's so funny. I, I, I love that. 
that felt like it was kind of missing where everyone was just kind of throwing shit at the wind. Like, you know what? I think this is good for me. It's got a good uptake. And it's like, I regret everything. They went yeah. all wrong all the time. I think somebody banked on the Hunter Thieves coming back one weekend. And then they kept going down. And they're just like, I lost like 600 points off of this one pick. Uh, but, yeah, dude. But I honestly, I might try to do it next split. But I don't know. It might be a bit of a logistical issue. Just because... It's a nightmare, and I have to make sure I keep track of the points on time. That will be difficult. I, I honestly like that better than fantasy, where you're, play, where you're playing a stock market week to week instead of having to play the teams week to week. Because ha, especially when, um, when it's best of ones, sometimes your player will just not play, and you'll just have a day's notice and be like, well, we're fucked. Yeah. So uh, any any what, what did you what what segments did you really really like? Uh, I did. I think my favorite actually was uh, either the um, either the stock market like you said or the bets that started in the beginning. I don't think bets? they really. Oh, you're right. The yeah. weekly wagers. Those were fun. The weekly wagers were great. Those it was fun. really funny to watch them do the helium. It was really funny to watch the, the uh, Kobe, Kobe pass on the pepper. <laughs> That was good. I like that. That, that was, was so funny. That, like those weekly wagers. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. They kind of died out towards the end, but um, they did. They did, but I think it's more because they ran. Out, they were kind of running out of ideas for like what to wager and stuff. No, I get it. But if they could like, if they and, thought of more, like that was really exciting as a fan. That was very funny. It made was, me. It made me really invested in games that I otherwise didn't really give a shit about. Because I was like, oh, like there's some shit on the line for this. That's gonna be funny as fuck. Who's getting handcuffed to a freak dog? Oh like, my god. like it's been so long, you know. <laughs> oh my god! I want them to get like a wheel of pain for for that. It's like it's the weekly wager. Whip out the wheel of pain, and then they spin the wheel to find out what calamity people have to go by. And the calamities on there like voted from Twitter and shit. That would be fun, where you get crowdsourced ideas to put on the wheel of pain for them to have to go through on bets. That would be great. Oh. That would be extremely funny, but also it wouldn't need, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I want more, like, kind of big, wacky segments like that. I want more, like, WWE-style shit, where it's just, like, out of nowhere, really, like, in your face, kind of. I don't I don't know if I'm getting it, you know, if I'm fully getting the idea across, but I'm like, I, I want a little bit more drama amongst the, like, the broadcasting talent. Like, not, not necessarily, like, WWE drama, but I want more, like, I'm trying to get the most picks. I want to win this specific, like, this challenge or something. I don't, it's hard to be like, let's challenge the analyst as something, but this is why I like Jet Stats, is because... They're all, like, trying to guess at these stats and stuff. And they go way back. That's what I love is they go way back to parts that I remember and no one else fucking does. So they're just like, who who was the player who got the lowest health Baron steal in the history of the LCS? And I'm just like, it's Bloodwater. Because he got it with a 90 damage Janna Tornado. <laughs> Rank one, dude. That shit's still crazy. Like, like shit like that is why I like Jad stats. Me too. I think that was a very good segment as well, but I didn't get to see a whole bunch of it live. Uh, but I don't know. So, yeah. uh, what do you think of them getting high in crumbs? The the new talent. 
Uh, I think he's done a good job, and I haven't actually seen much of Crumbs because of my work schedule. <laughs> but, I mean, Crumbs is cool. He was on Dig. That was sick. He played with Cutie. When, they, when they brought in Crumbs, they did, um... What's that? The, the, the movie reference where the dude's outside holding up a boombox? Oh, I know what... I forget what it's called, but I don't know what it's <laughs> And they had him playing Silver Scrapes when he did that, and I'm just like, this is perfect. This is exactly what we needed. This is, this is better than the Phoenix Rises meme they did for uh, for his P1 prediction, I think, back in back a couple years ago. But I don't know. I miss Crumbs. I'm glad he's not with Overwatch League anymore. This is his game. He was Please. with Overwatch League? Yeah, he was doing shit with Overwatch League. That's what he was doing. Dude, who knew? Uh, I did, because I watched a bit of Overwatch League. <laughs> also, I knew he went to Overwatch League before he went there. Um, so, I, yeah, I think the, the, the Death Talent has been pretty good. I think... High could be a little bit more energetic, but he's got some. He's got. He's got his moments. I think he does. I honestly, I think they're missing a a little bit of talent on the anal analyzation size for. Uh, I forget what is it, color cast. Yeah, color casters, because I think they only have two at the moment for that that actually cast. I think it's uh, Kobe and Azale. I think are their only color casters, not including Mark, who is, uh, I think, stuck on the desk except for uh, Academy Games. What about Captain Flowers? No, that's, that's he does play-by-play. -play. He's, oh, he's with right. Riv, Patriot Time, and, and uh, Freak. They have four play-by-plays, but they only have two color casters. I always forget the difference between those two things. That's I know, bad. it's just because they're, they're arbitrarily named and interchangeable. Yes. So, um, I'm wondering if they're looking. I, I'm sure they're looking for more color casters, but I'm like, I'm wondering who they're gonna get because you lost Cyrene. I don't know. What happened to Cyrene? Do. We don't know. Well, we do. We know he he's not with Riot anymore. Now he's been he's been doing collegiate stuff with uh, ESL, but we don't know why he's not with Riot anymore. So you're right. I didn't see Cyrene this whole. <laughs> well, he's he left like halfway through the split. But I don't know what's happening because it was a bit really sudden and he had a problem at World where he overslept one day and they had to call in somebody else because, of course, fucking World's changed the entire sleep schedule of, like, 50 workers and they're just like, yeah, no one's gonna fuck up. Like, I mean, you can't blame him for I, that. I, yeah. I can't blame him for, for fucking up. I also can't blame Riot for being like, okay, we're, we're not going to be able to put you on for the rest of the worlds because we need somebody who's more reliable. But imagine then three more people and they're just like, well, guess we probably shouldn't do worlds like this anymore. <laughs> Maybe we should just go there next time. So yeah, I, 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 I don't know, I'm looking forward to see who they uh, get for their next color caster. Uh, bring back Jat for the love of God. I miss Jat. Not coming back, dude. Oh, dude, I want to cry about it, dude. Don't worry. We'll get through it together, dude. We'll start a, a, a chat withdrawal support group. Alright! On to MSI. MSI is oh. looking hot. Hey! Who is going to MSI? I took this page down for some reason. Oh, Here we go. Okay, at the moment, the teams going to MSI are. G2 from the LEC, SKT, for, who are soon to not be SKT anymore, from Wait, LCK. Really? Yeah, Comcast is joining them, and now they're just going to be SK. Yep. I don't know why you wouldn't just rebrand to SKT, but... Why yeah. not just make them SKT1? Well, technically they're SKTT1. Yeah, so now they can just be SKT1. I would just call them SKT and just have it like Team Solo Mid, TSM. 
Because that's what TSM has kind of done that where they changed their name to TSM, not Team Solo. Snapdragon? Oi! 2014 was a hard time. <laughs> Truly. Anyway, so it's G2 Invictus from the out. Hang on, uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Oh my fucking god. TL fine. from North America, Vega Squadron from the LCL, uh, uh, 1907 Fenerbahce from the TCL. What is, what is the TCL? Uh, Turkey. Okay. Uh, Tongvu Buffalo from the VCS. The VCS is Vietnam. I, they, they are the home hosts now. Uh, I have money that Vietnam's going to replace LMS next year, but that's a different problem. Um, INTZ from CBLOL. Uh, Detonation Focus Me from LJL. CBLOL is Brazil. Yes, and LJL is Japan. And then, oh, then the Bombers from OPL. I have no faith in OPL winning anything. <laughs> so... How do we think TL are gonna do amongst this bout of powerhouses? You never said Flash Wolves, by the way. Fla- um, Flash Wolves are. Oh, did they? They just get LMS. Did they just get confirmed? Like I don't know. They're on this fucking thing that I see. They're seated in a play and knockout with TL. Uh, they haven't won yet. They well, still, they, they according still, to this, they they haven't played their final yet. Their final is Saturday, uh, the twentieth. According to this, they're fucking seated in already. <laughs> well, they're wrong. <laughs> okay. Because anyway. uh, they have to play Mad ver- Mad versus Flash Wolves before they can make it to MSI. Oh, you're right. There's one of the two. I didn't see Mad next to it. That's my bad. Okay, Mad or Flash Wolves. Here's what I'll say. Uh oh, they're also LPL. It's not Invictus. It's have... Invictus or Oh wait. JD Gaming. I think their playoff is Saturday. Dude, I don't. I do not know. Me either. So it's either JD or Invictus. JDG. Yeah. Um, Here's what I'll say. I don't know most of these teams, so I mean, I'm gonna, um, I literally don't know anyone who isn't TLSKTT1 or G2 right you now. You don't know 1907 I mean, Fenerbahce? How do you know I don't know 1907 Fenerbahce? Eat shit. Um, <laughs> the only reason awesome. I say that is because 1907 Fenerbahce requires them to say 1907 Fenerbahce every time they mention their team's name on stream. Really? Yes. You, because there, yes. there's a soccer team that called Fenerbahce. And then there's a fan club called Fenerbahce or whatever. I'm not sure the full name of the fan club. But then they made an esports team and they can't call it Fenerbahce because they have to call it 1907 Fenerbahce the year that Fenerbahce was founded. Because copyright. <laughs> so nineteen oh seven Fenerbahce. So I don't care about. Boosted, I don't know. <laughs> and they're not going to do very well. I'm pretty sure. Turkey has never done super well in international play. They did well one worlds, right? They did okay. No, you're thinking of the LCL A uh, and X. I think. You're right. I am. They were from. Um, they had a Turkish player, I think. Maybe. Are they not here? Are they... Are they... No, Southeast Asia, Vietnam. I don't think... Oh, CIS is uh, Vegas Squadron. Okay. So Vegas Squadron is the team for that are the same region as ANX. Dude, I literally don't know most of these teams, so I'm just going to have to judge this on whether I think TL can beat SKTT1 or G2. I mean... And, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they can. I think... Uh, I don't think they can. I think they have a... Sh- I think they have a better shot. Oh, never mind. I'm gonna pull back on that one too. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I haven't seen SKTT1 or G2 play this split because I don't really watch those regions much. Um, but, like, I feel like TL barely won NA. <laughs> uh, and it wasn't even, like, crazy convincing, which I didn't expect it to be. But I feel like G2 for a while now has been insane. SKTT1, obviously, always insane. And while I think there's, like, the possibility that it happens, uh, I honestly don't even know who's on G2 right now. Well, uh, I think there's a possibility. Caps, I have, Perks, I have, I have, I have um, Gankos, and uh, Wonder. Wonder. Um, I don't know. Like, maybe they can beat this G2 roster, but I'm pretty sure SKT claps them. I'm looking forward um, to seeing TL play G2 because I think it's going to be entertaining either way. Because I don't think there's a lose-lose situation. I, I think I'm in a win-win situation right now. Either TL go and get their shit kicked in, or TL go and they win. Either way, TSM looks fine, or better. No one's gonna be like, oh my god, TSM lost to that piece of shit, because, like, they've done this all the time. Doublelift does this all the time. What, chokes in international? Like, and this isn't new for them. So, I feel like I'm gonna be A-okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they could definitely be one of the top teams. I, I right think they're now. gonna be top four without question. No, me too. Maybe top three. I guess it depends upon whether Flash Wolves or Mad gets in for me. Or sorry, I guess uh, actually probably Flash Victus Wolves has none shirt. of the former players that made them great. There's nothing. Oh. There's nothing about the LMS that is like. In that case, it depends upon LMSs. how good Invictus Gaming or JDG is. What you um, need, what you need to be looking at is that Nation Focus Me and Pong Vu Buffalo. Those are the two, pro like, from my perspective, they are the two top incoming, uh, uh, what are they called, emerging, region emerging regions? Like, because Japan was looking really good, like, they had good players, at least, last year at Worlds. Vietnam has been looking good for years, and they've been making really deep runs for a play-ins team. And, um... Brazil's always a contender, but they haven't been looking like... You know, Brazil's always like up. a coin flip, though. Like, sometimes they're crazy, and sometimes they're Kaboom! really bad. Sometimes they're crazy, sometimes they're really bad. So, I i don't know. But the rest of them are kind of an eh. Like, you don't really ah, have Dude, to... I have no faith in OPL. <laughs> uh, no one should have any faith in OPL. They're, like, the second smallest server. By the way, Japan's the... I think Japan is the smallest server, and I do have them as one of the best... <laughs> So, so I think we agree, TL, easy top four. Um, yeah, without a doubt, especially considering LMS's downfall and probably deletion next year. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, I honestly just don't feel qualified enough. Like, I know we knew we were going to talk about this, but, like, I did a little bit of research about these, about, like, LCK, LPL, LEC, but, like, I have no idea. Like, I didn't watch these whole splits. I don't know. I didn't watch their finals. I don't know how these guys are performing. Obviously, SKTT1 is always a threat in every instance. Um, their roster looks pretty good, too. Mm -hmm. But, I don't know. So, uh, on SKT specifically, crazy. they have what? been, on SKT specifically, they've been looking really good towards the end of the LCK season. And they were looking rather solid, even at the beginning. I think their lowest rank was was seventh, and then they at that after that point they got they started trending up really. High. There was a massive tie, like you know you always get at the beginning of the season. Of the yeah, I mean, it's like early split seventh is fine. You're, you've I'm got pretty, fingers. I'm pretty you're, sure there was like a right. six way tie for seventh at one point or something. I don't know. 
Oh my god! It sounds gosh. like the start of a season to me. Um, but they, they they were looking really hot towards the end of their split, and I'm very interested to see how they're gonna perform at MSI. I think they're gonna be contenders. I still think IG is probably gonna be better. I still think IG is the favorite coming into this, because but I'm looking forward to see rookie play Faker. That's gonna be good. World champ versus the, the multi world champ. That IG's one. That's gonna be a fun time, huh? Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> IG's not qualifying yet. IG hasn't hasn't gotten into the tournament that everyone thinks they actually be. haven't qualifying for right, being right, seated let's... in a group stage yet. By the way, <laughs> uh, it still could be uh, JD Gaming. In case you were curious, uh, I mean they beat RNG, man. Uzi okay, is so not a lot of in the semifinals. I don't care. Um. What are we talking about now? <laughs> uh, uh, SKT and how they're looking really hot. I don't. I think their roster is really good for SKT. I think they've got. I don't think they uh, have a Faker. Really, yeah, they have Faker. Uh, <laughs> they still got Faker, and that's they, really good. <laughs> their bot lane apparently has been doing really good. Their jungle has they, been really solid. Yeah, I know I, their bot lane has been doing really. I haven't well. heard much about their top lane, but two good AD carries on that team. Uh, they also, they have still have Faker. So. Yeah, they still have Faker. Everyone's, everyone's going to never count out Faker. I think anytime Faker walks into the room, he's a favorite to win a tournament that isn't happening. <laughs> I mean, have you seen... He's one of the best players in history. He has the <laughs> most world titles out of anybody. Like. Yes, he's one of the best players in history. Uh... That's why no one's like... That's why he, SKT could always win, because they have fucking Faker, Anthony. Anyway, Faker always shows up. Am I, is that not true? I well, yeah, Faker always shows up until teams start picking comps to neutralize him. Wow, like, that's fair the enough. only way. That's the only way Faker doesn't show up is when the team organize their comp to say "fuck you." True. So, so All yeah, right, I'm next. looking forward to watching Double fail oh. on the international stage. That's great. Oh, you're so mean, but I agree. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be fun. Can't wait for it. How's the region shaping up badly? Oh, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's that bad. I think our top three teams are looking really close. I think they I... are so close and anyone could have won this split. No, no, no. I think our top three... three two... oh, that's not how I speak. That's not how you speak words. I think our top three teams are very good and all competitive. I agree. I really thought it was a sort of toss-up who won between C9, TSM, TL. However, on an international stage, I'm not sure how well they stack up. And my only worry is that there's not a whole lot of depth below those top three teams uh, on a player level or a team level. So if the top three NA teams, as they stand, continue to fail, like it doesn't seem like there's a lot of hope for getting better. Because at this point, it just seems like the top three teams are kind of trading players, right? Like, C9 is giving the support to TSM, the top and the mid to TL, right? Like, all this shit's happening. Like, at a certain point, like, if our best players aren't cutting it internationally, like, eh, maybe that's bad. But I think otherwise, like, I agree, our top three teams are pretty nice. Uh, even looking down, I think we have a stronger, like, bottom bottom of the pack teams than most other regions do, especially, especially any lower regions. like. The I mean, regions. I was talking only about, like, LCK, LEC, stuff right. like that. But know, like, LPL. It, it a lot of the, especially in, like, LPL and uh, EU, their bottom teams are straight garbage. Like, they hey, are... Did you see 100 Thieves play? I did. And did you see that there was a team that went for, like, eight games without a single win? 
No, I didn't. That's actually pretty bad. Yeah. It, I th it was a fucking meme whenever Rogue won a team in, uh... Or won a, won team, a game, won a game in, uh... In the, uh, LEC... In the LEC. In the LEC. I don't like the way you said that. LEC. Please stop. You're hurting my soft, soft ears. Uh, my soft, gentle ears of kindness. Yeah, like they, they, they had they had a team that had two wins the entire split, and NA's lowest I think was four. Yeah, four wins on the Heart of Thieves, and it it was still kind of like who's gonna win between the Heart of Thieves, Clutch Gaming, and Optic? I don't know. They might they can still beat each other. Whereas in the LEC, it's just like no, Rogue is the punching bag of the entire in the entire league. Everyone's gonna punch on them all the time. Like sad. Like, their 8th place team had 8 wins. They, this looked a lot more like uh, uh, LCS did in the summer, where they had a lot of, like, higher wins in the top half. But I, I think I think we have a much healthier, like, bottom bottom of the league than the rest, than the rest of the world. That's fair. Because I, I think even LCK has some really, uh, really bottom-of-the-barrel teams. Being KT and Jyn Air. I'm I'm sure you've heard those names before, and you're surprised to, for me to say that they're going to re relegations this year. I don't know enough about LEC. I mean, I don't know a whole lot about LEC. I just looked at the memes. I literally don't know any of the teams other than the ones that I'm looking at in the bracket you sent me before we started. <laughs> oh, and Rogue. Oh, I guess Schalke. That's a team. Okay, I know a few. Dude, I don't know enough. I can't comment. I don't know. I'm fucking ignorant. Uh, I, I honestly really want Worlds to happen just because I would rather TSM, T, uh, TSM, TL, and C9 all go to Worlds and see what happens rather than just send one team. Because I feel like they all have something to learn by going to Worlds. Well, we can just hope that they all go to Worlds in the soon and next after. I, we can hope that, but I don't think we need to. <laughs> I I'm think, pretty sure it's just gonna happen. Yeah, I think I I do think that the top three are definitely head and shoulders above the rest, but I do I think that our like the rest are all head and shoulders above the rest of the the other regions rest. Fair enough. But the rest and the other regions rest don't do anything against each other. That you, fucking... Why don't we just give it a rest? I agree. <laughs> GG, well played, Anthony. Okay. No fucking rematch. I think that'll do it for this week on the legendary. Oh, that'll get her done. On the legendary League of Legends podcast. Is this you taking us home? I th I think it is. Oh my god. Uh, you can catch us not next week and probably not the week after that. Uh, if you really we'll let you know. If you really <laughs> we'll want to know, I'll it. probably be streaming more often in the meantime because there's no more LCS for me to have to spend my time watching. <laughs> Correct. So you can catch whenever I'm streaming. There, there goes a lot of my. There, I got a lot of free time back. I got a lot less note taking to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'll probably put it out on Twitter whenever we're gonna. Whenever I figure out what we're gonna do, so you can follow me there. So uh, yeah, that's it. That's it this week. So, uh, <sighs> maybe we'll see you for MSI. If not, we'll probably be back for we'll the summer. We'll probably see split. you for some amount of MSI, but we might do something much? if we don't do a weekly show for MSI. We'll do. Some, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll do let some you stuff. Know. You'll find out. Follow my Twitter. You'll find out. Yeah. Thanks. You'll find out. You'll figure it out. Have a good night, gang. Goodbye.